Well, happy Monday morning, everybody. Thank you for being with me for today's devotion. In our Bible reading plan, we are in the 11th chapter of 1 Kings and a few verses in the parallel passage in 2 Chronicles chapter 9. Um, This is uh, nearing the end of... uh, Solomon's life, and uh, there's a summary of, of, of his big sin. And after reading this chapter, what I wrote in my journal was, a divided heart, a divided heart impacts our children in ways we cannot imagine. Um, Solomon disobeyed God in one very significant way in his life, and it created all kinds of problems Uh, for his family and for the nation after he died. We read about it in the opening verses of chapter 11. So let's look there. Verse 1 says, King Solomon loved many foreign women, along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, the Hittite women, from nations concerning which the Lord had said to the sons of Israel, you shall not associate with them, nor shall they associate with you, for they will surely turn your heart away after their gods. In other words, God in the Old Testament had commanded the Israeli people, the Jewish people, not to intermarry with these foreign nations because he said, you will forsake God uh, and worship their idols. They, they, these wives and, and these other nations and peoples will turn your heart toward idolatry. And uh, the end of verse 2 says, Solomon held fast to these in love. So while there may have been some political marriages, well, there were political marriages uh, as part of uh, peace treaties with other nations and so on, he also uh, had an, an, an affection, an emotional attachment to many of these women, these wives. And then it tells us how many he had, 700 wives, princesses, 300 concubines, and his wives, the end of verse 3, his wives turned his heart away. Verse 4, for when Solomon was old, his wives turned his heart away after other gods, and his heart was not wholly devoted to the Lord his God, as, as the heart of David his father had been. For Solomon, verse 5, Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the detestable idol of the Ammonites. Um, Verse 6, Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and did not follow the Lord fully as David his father had done. Verse 7, then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the detestable idol of Moab. So he built a place of worship to this Moabite god on the mount which is east of Jerusalem, just outside the city limits. And he built another one for Molech, the detestable idol of the sons of Ammon. Thus also he did for all his foreign wives who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. And in verse 9, the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. So, um, Solomon disobeyed God by marrying all these women and allowing his heart to no longer be fully devoted to God, but be turned toward these idols. Not only did he allow these women to worship these idols, he worshiped them and he built places of worship to these pagan idols, these pagan religions and and so on. Um, And the result was that God was angry with him. Now, um, when Solomon was doing this, 
I'm confident he had no idea of the long-term consequences that would come. God's anger resulted in God's judgment. And uh, in verses 8 and following of chapter 11, verses 9 and following, God makes it clear, Solomon, your descendants are not going to rule all of Israel. I'm going to tear the kingdom away from your descendants. I'm not going to do it in your lifetime. It'll be after you're dead because of, of your father, David. And I'm not going to take all the kingdom away. He goes on in chapter 11, God does to explain, Solomon, your descendants will, will rule over two of the tribes and end up being Judah and Benjamin. But the other 10 tribes will be torn from your descendants. And so what happened was... Uh, after Solomon's death, there was civil war, and, and, and Israel became two nations. The northern kingdom, comprised of ten tribes of Israel, you normally hereafter in Scripture referred to as Israel or Samaria. The southern kingdom, the southern nation, made up of the two tribes of Judah and Benjamin, ruled by Solomon's descendants. So, one of the consequences of Solomon having a divided heart. Now, now you, you need to get this. Solomon never fully turned his back on God. He would still worship the God of Israel. But he also gave place in his life for these other idols, these other religions, a divided heart. And so his kingdom's divided. His sons will never rule over all of Israel. And, and we read about that in the chapters to come. The other thing was that over the centuries to follow, the northern kingdom of Israel, of Samaria, every single king in that nation followed Solomon's example and worshipped idols, as well as some of them worshipped God and idols. But there was not one king in the north that, the, that God in Scripture said was a good king who served the Lord fully. Well, what about in the south? the southern nation where Solomon's descendants would reign. Well, what you find when you read the book of Kings and so on is that um, some of them were like David and loved God and were faithful and called the nation to faithfulness, but a majority of them were also bad kings who did not worship God, or if they worshiped God, they, they compromised by worshiping these pagan gods and deities as well. So Solomon's sin resulted in a divided nation and a spiritually bankrupt nation, both the north and the south, for the most part, for centuries to come. And I'm sure when Solomon was doing what he did, he did not foresee all of that. But his sin... The consequences of it cascaded for centuries. That's how sin works. And, and I want to say to parents out there, you, know, you love the Lord and God blesses you and you become successful. Maybe you become wealthy. You have the things you've always wanted to have to play with and enjoy. And if you're not careful, you allow those very blessings of God to cause you to have a divided heart where you still, yeah, sort of love God and go to church, but you love these other things and they, and they increasingly take the place of God on the throne of your heart. Have you ever thought about the message that you are unintentionally sending your children about God? When you allow other things to become 
close to the same importance in your life as God or equal to the importance of God or more important than God in your life, when you do that, when you allow that, have you considered the message you are sending your kids and grandkids? And have you considered the cascading effect on their lives that perhaps they may end up as adults after you're gone from the scene being much less devoted to God than you are with your divided heart that that eventually it may come to the point like the, the, the descendants of Solomon and the kings of the north were very few of them ever served Jesus. And it all started because you allowed the blessings of God to create in you a divided heart. That's why one of the greatest gifts you can give your kids is to be fully, fully sold out to Jesus and don't let anything divide your heart. I hope you will, pun intended, take that to heart. Now, tomorrow we start reading the Gospel of Mark and then we'll finish this year, 2022, after reading Mark by reading Revelation. In 2023 and 2024, we will pick up with where we left off with the in our reading with the, the, the death of Solomon and so on and, and look at the Civil War and, and go forward with this history. But for the rest of this year, we're going to read in preparation for Christmas. We're going to read the Gospel of Mark and then uh, the book of Revelation. I'll see you tomorrow as we talk about Mark chapter 1.